Hello, welcome to Arcade Couch, best place to join friends to get your game goodness each and every Monday. My name's Dylan Black. Joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hobley. Hey Dylan, excited to be here for another episode that I'm sure is going to be just smashing. Smashing. Oh. <laughs> uh, also, get Karen Munchen. <laughs> I just, I'm thrown off. I had this whole idea for a rap to go into the show with, and that's just throwing me off. It's just it's fucking. I'm done. The problem is, is there's no episode of Arca Couch Between the Cushions for this week, so like, <laughs> or else it would have just been, um, I don't know, an episode. You're promoted it. We spent the first, we spent the last five minutes before recording talking about wild thornberries for some reason. So, um, <laughs> this is what, he's like, put in that audio of weekly, you doing. Dylan. We need a Between the Cushions <laughs> weekly. You're missing, we're missing out on quality content. Oh, yeah, that's God. right. You can make it weekly by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash support where you can show your support and reach the show to be weekly. Anyway. Every dollar will do another week. Like, Maybe. So set up a tier. Do, like an extra like 20. No, like for out of the 26 weeks of the year that we're not doing one, for every dollar we'll do one more. So if you put $26 on the copy, we do it <laughs> weekly for a year for the next year. Don't have that's, yeah. Don't have worth $26. I, we may need to discuss... This off air. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shoot that idea down. Our time is worth like thirty cents each. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, let alone okay, that, let alone me <laughs> editing it, like the extra time I've got to spend editing it and uploading it afterwards. But that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> today on the show, Skull and Bone, Jubies and Softs, and Lord of Rings. Uh, but let's kick it off. I wanted to give a little, uh, little shout out. Well, it's not really a shout-out, I guess, but uh, R.I.P. <laughs> you calling it a shout-out? Let's give a shout-out to the boy! I don't He's know if that's... Wo- big. He's no that longer... Is- <laughs> this might be worse than what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> He's raised the roof on his life! Let's go! He's laid his last trap card. Uh... Kazuki Takashi, Kratos of Yu-Gi-Oh! has, uh, unfortunately p- passed away recently, so... You, um, it, uh, I want to give a shout out. I'm big. I like. I love Yu Gi Oh. But what Mr. if he's banished to the Shadow Realm, and yeah. then you shout no. out for his demise? You know, <laughs> you just ran out of health points. Koda finally <laughs> happens to everybody. He was like, <laughs> "It's time to do it." I'm not going to carry on that sentence because <laughs> <laughs> you can all fill in the joke yourself. <laughs> That's terrible. If you filled it in, you're a bad person. <laughs> you are a bad you're person. You're a bad person. No, it's, uh, shout out to the boy. 60 years old. Shout out to the boy. <laughs> what? I'm trying to be real here. What? I don't know why we have to make it all sad just because he's, he's. We're not making it sad. Oh my just God. like shout outs. Like, created a good oh. card game. Went on to be a pop culture craze. Spawned many video games. Spin off material. <laughs> you know? Still running. Yeah, still, still going. So online trading game still running right. strong, from what I believe. Jewel Links. Yeah, I brought, I brought launched um, like a year or two. I brought whatever the popular one is on Switch. It was on sale like a couple weeks back. It was like it was like seventy percent off for some Not ridiculous thing. Actually, give I it up. It. The, the PS2 game that was like Yu Gi Oh War of the Roses or Jewel yep. of the Roses. Roses yeah, played that. Had that. Awesome. Yeah, was had dope. That. Was really yeah. weird for why Yu Gi Oh characters were currently playing the Tudors and the the whole War of the Roses was playing out from. English history, but sure, let's mm-hmm. let's do it. It was great. My mum threw out my entire collection when I was a teenager because she decided I was too old for card games. Look, look, obviously it didn't work well enough. 
No, yes. So fuck there. Oh, my yeah, complete, sure, set, left it. complete set of Exodia, <laughs> my three blue eyes, white dragons, and the, no, car, the fusion did card. You, wait, 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 wait. Did mum take you? Did your mum take you on the Spirit of Tasmania and then throw them overboard? No, like I literally like, <laughs> like I had them in my wardrobe. <laughs> I went looking for them like when I was I don't know like at some stage I just randomly went looking for them because I had them in like a box or whatever, and I was like, what the fuck where are they gone? And I remember asking her, and she was like, oh, I threw those out. Thanks, mom. Shout outs. She's also dead to me, so similar. Um, <laughs> Kieran's face. <laughs> That's way worse than anything I alluded to. She played into awesome. my trap card. <laughs> uh, but no, obviously sad. I didn't want to. Re- I, I like. I if you want to look up how he like what his death like all that you can read into that if you want i don't really talk about because there's some weird i don't know what like they don't actually know cause of death how he was found isn't exactly nice so but anyway so i was just like here's a question how many Yu-Gi-Oh video games do you think they've been Uh, i would say between 15 and 20 i'll say between 20 and 30 according to this Wikipedia article it says 56 holy Holy fuck fuck. is that that does that count like Oh, no, I don't know if it's like that must count like different variations. Like because like, back in the possibly. day when there used to be like a PS2 version and the yeah. Game Boy Advance version, which were like the same game. It's a pretty long different. list. Like there was a heap on Game Boy. Like there was a lot of. I had one on Game Boy, and I had one on GBA, and I had one on PS2, and I had one on PS1. Um, dropped off. Never played any from PS3. But well, there. we should leave it with it's me. Joey Wheeler <laughs> here to say rest in pieces, Time Wizard. Go! <laughs> you know, randomly I was looking for Netflix the other week, and I just wanted something to have on the background. I nearly put Yu Gi Oh on. I was like, "Do I do <laughs> it's that?" It's really bad. Oh, no. The first few episodes are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, fifty-six looks like a legit number. Wow! Oh shit! Crazy. Wild. All right. Um. All right, let's get into this week's news. Let's start it off with Skull and Bones. After we talked about last week where it was like, hey, apparently Skull and Bones is coming back. This week, Ubisoft was like... It's confirmed. Yep. Hey, it's a thing. We're going to have like a little... Guess what, guys? We're setting it up to fail. That's right. Luckily, we didn't make any bets last week or anything. Um, Skull... Sorry, well played, Riots. Ubisoft has announced that Skull and Bones will be released on PS5, Xbox Series XS, and PC on November 8th. The announcement came during this morning's Ubisoft Ford gameplay reveal that showed what's on off with the upcoming pirate title. Surviving a shipwreck, the player character sets off on their swashbuckling from St. Anne, a pirate haven filled with opportunities to take on contracts, upgrade your ship, and interact with fellow players. Starting out as a rookie, you'll only have access to a small vessel, but as you gain infamy and resources, you'll be able to craft more advanced ships, ranging from slow cargo ships with a high inventory capacity, fast navigation ships with limited cargo space, and firepower ships that deal huge amounts of damage, but are harder to steer uh that can be played entirely as single player game skull and bones also offers online multiplayer in pvp servers he'll be able to team up with your friends and hunt down other players for their cargo or take on contracts with some added muscle from what was shown off during a gameplay reveal it looks as though the players will be able to walk around as their pirate avatar when docked at a pirate den but there doesn't appear to be any kind of pirate to pirate combat so if you're looking uh to be hopping on board enemy ships similar to assassin's creed 4 black flag you might be a little bit disappointed um did anyone watch the gameplay overview sort of thing or any of the stream and yeah ash what did you last week last week he was like i'm hyped now 
I'm trading yep. with you, Dylan. I'm now the Skull and Bones guy. And I was like, fine, have that title. So as the Skull and Bones guy, <laughs> how do you feel about what we saw? Uh, kind of despondent, you know? Mm. I think we kind of thought they were removing it to you actually playing as a pirate. Mm. No, you're playing as a boat. They want to, they can like flesh it out as much as they want. They can say, yeah, you're actually playing the pirate captain. You know, you've got this whole crew you need to manage or cargo you need to manage. You're playing as a boat. I mean, you, you, you play as your character on the land. Like, as I said, when you- You, you can walk around. You can walk around. A little bit. A little bit. There's yeah. going to be hidden treasure, apparently. Yeah. But when you're on the water, you play, you're playing as a boat. You're a boat. You're there's a boat. No, you're a there's boat. no combat. There's no hand-to-hand combat. No, hand-to-hand no pirate combat. combat. No fighting. You know? Yeah. Which is fine, you know? I think it'll be fun as a multiplayer game. <laughs> like, you team up with a bunch yeah. of other boats and, like, take down- it like big like ships or whatever. It's been super stripped back though. Like it sounds like I think it's player. It looks more expanded than what we saw, like when years we ago. first saw it years ago. I guess it's clearly I thought, got. Uh, I guess I thought it was going to be a lot more when they initially announced. It, I thought it was going to be a lot more of a multiplayer experience. Like it was just going to be. Oh, large, it, I think it will be. I think it will okay. be. I think they've got a single player experience here. They've got like, and they're going to launch with a single player element. They're going to launch with this uh, PvP option if you want it, and then it's going to be a, a games of service going forward. And everything yep. they're going to add is going to be multiplayer focused, and it's not going to be single player focused. Yeah, that's okay. how I because you'll be going to different docks, taking different missions to like take down yep. boats or forts or like find treasure or whatever. Um, so you know, you team up with some other people and like go out. I, I, pre- uh, I appreciate this- you can do team up and do PVE or team up and do PVP, though. Like, there's at least that. That's thing. true. Yeah, because, you know, who wants to fight other people? Yeah, who, who would want to do that? You don't want them griefing you, like, just, just dropping their boat in front of the way of your boat, you know? Could go around, but that's fine. You've got the whole sea, but... Right. <laughs> Not if it's, like, right, right, just <laughs> ramming. You never saw them coming. They just, they just out of nowhere, they just stopped in front of you. It's like, ah! Oh. Got the whole ocean, but didn't see them come. No, that's fine. Sneak, sneak attack. <laughs> Sneak attack. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, there's some interesting concepts, like the idea of like building up your infamy, so you can get, and then having being able to buy all different types of ships and like build different ships and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's cool. I feel like this would be super successful. I feel like this is going to release on one of the the services, at yeah. least one of them, just to get the buzz and the player base initially. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I but, agree. I feel like this is this if this was it, on it Game Pass or something. PlayStation. It has to be on the PlayStation one, right? Well, it doesn't have to be. I mean, do they bring <laughs> that's this like, on when they do they bring Game onto Game Pass when Game Pass has yeah, I mean, well, so you Ubisoft has that partnership with PlayStation service. They've got a bunch of Ubisoft classic games included with the PlayStation Extra plus, plus tier. Um, well, Valhalla is like two years old at this point, so like. Or do you put it on Game Pass because nobody from because nobody from PlayStation has any choice but to buy the pirate game because they don't have a pirate game substitute? Yeah, maybe um, with uh, CFE. It doesn't, uh... <laughs> well, you, maybe they're relying on the the pirate fan base that's already on Game Pass. Maybe. I think there'll be like a small group of like of dedicated players who will enjoy this, Small you know, because obviously do. there is like, obviously world of tanks and like, is like a massive game. If they can hit like even well, there's, a quarter yeah, of that even, similar audience. Even closer. It's world of warships as well. Is well, like yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't think this has the same. This is not, it's not as serious, serious as that one. 
It's not going to be, but you know, if you get a few of those players in to buy your game for seventy dollars, I think you'd be pretty stoked. And like, I'm assuming they're going to have battle pass and like, or like, I don't think they will have battle pass because it's they'll have DLC eventually and stuff. But it's a it's going. I don't want to pay eighty dollars, hundred bucks for a game and then have to buy battle pass. Like, that's true. I don't know. I think, but yeah, there'll probably be there'll definitely be things you have to pay for. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. Well, Cosmetics. There, there's fucking stuff you have to pay for in Assassin's Creed. You launch the game, you haven't even started it yet, and they're like, "Do you want to spend two hundred dollars to unlock hey, all the secrets?" <laughs> like, or yeah. yeah. Do you want to find yeah, the location yeah. of every single treasure? On Do you want all the treasures? You're like, I haven't even started the fucking game yet, but sure, here's all my I'm money. Also interested to see how big the map is. Like, hmm. okay. how how far are we sailing? Well, they said I think it's twenty players on a server at a time, so there has to be enough space to have twenty like boats spread out a decent length. Like you, you can't, know, if it's, it's around the Indian Ocean, are you going to have islands on both sides of the ocean? Don't know. Um, don't know. What do you make of it, Karen? Like, uh, I think it's interesting. I, I'm, you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of, um, like I've never been the biggest fan of boat combat in any of the Assassin's Creed games as it is. Um, so I you were hyped for Sea of Thieves back in the day. I was hyped for Sea of Thieves, but I think Sea of Thieves has a bit more character and flair to it, and I think you are an actual pirate. I think there's. Um, oh, but compared to these fake pirates. Well, <laughs> I don't like instead of you're a boat that cosplays as a pirate every now and then. Okay. Um, like I feel like there's more personality. I, I think overall, I just prefer the the style and the gameplay design of Sea of Thieves compared to um, compared to Skull and Bones and, and how it's been reiterated from the original Assassin. Yeah, I mean, it it looked to me this looks pretty much slightly more than what we saw like five years ago. Like there wasn't yeah. a shocking re-reveal where you're like, man, this game looks so much different than how it looked last time. It's like, no, it still looks like Assassin's Creed character models and everything, which is fine, but like it still looks like the reveal, but they've just added some stuff. So they're like, hey, you can now like they they show off how you can customize your your avatar and like all that stuff, which we didn't see last time. We just saw ship combat. I'm like, cool. They're like, hey, you can like chop down trees for resources and you can um, hunt like fucking hippos in the water and stuff. I'm like, cool, I guess. And then um, (laughs) like I don't, I don't, you know, like for the most, but for the most part, they're like. The hook is, yeah, it's the ship combat from Assassin's Creed. I'm like, yeah, that was a hook five years ago, but sure. Like, <laughs> like nothing, so much, nothing much has really changed, though. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like it's fine. It's just going to, like, have a specific audience. And then, um, yeah, I really, I really feel like, yeah, I would say it has to be on Game Pass or something. I just don't feel, I don't feel like a lot of people would happily drop the money on this one. Like, well, I, the other thing is the re- it's got a release date. Yeah. It's coming out November 8th. Yeah, what else is out then? Ugh. Nothing, right? Ugh. Nothing one important. Of the biggest games of the year. What? Only the, one of the biggest games of the year that got uh, announced was, this week. Oh. <laughs> if it was the biggest game of the year, they'd have like some kind of showcase or like trailer. That's true. They, it, like, right? they, wouldn't like, just they, wouldn't just, that, they wouldn't just do a blog post, would they? They just wouldn't just be like randomly dropping maybe. on Twitter and just be like, boom, bitches. Maybe they they're banking that, on right? it being delayed, so... Mm. Yeah, I really don't think the audience crossover is there for that to matter, to be <laughs> honest. I think it's just... I don't know if... I feel like so many other people... So many people will be playing that other game that 
yeah, there will be a noticeable. We're talking about God of War Ragnarok right away before we just get weirdly like <laughs> he who doesn't say he's. I don't know anymore. if you want to talk about that on this podcast. I mean, we, yeah. we can you can mention it. We're not we'll we'll deep dive into it on Platinum Explosion. But yeah, you're allowed to mention that God of War gets a fucking God of War <laughs> Ragnarok. No, that's um no, no that's Thor. You're thinking of Thor Ragnarok. No, yeah, Thor like Ragnarok, uh, Love and Thunder, um, God of War, Love and Thunder. I think is what you're. Yeah. God okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kratos is thunder, mm. and he's finding love. It's a game show. Maybe Atreus is love. You don't know. Maybe. I mean, look I, for this as someone who liked the ship combat, Black Thunder. Um, Black Flag. Black Thunder. <laughs> Black Thunder. <laughs> what is what is this game, Black Thunder? You've been playing. Black Thunder. Black Thunder. Oh my god. Oh, As someone no. who liked the combat in Black Flag. <laughs> Um, I'm still like mildly interested <laughs> in this, but yeah, like I, I feel like as as far as a re-reveal goes, it wasn't too um shocking, like too you know. too impressive. Like it was fine. It was fine. It was just like, yeah, this is just like remember that game from a couple of years ago you was excited for? No, yeah. Here it is. Yeah, again. I mean like, a couple cool. of years ago you did yeah, here's, the, here's that game. Though. Here's the game you we made like years ago, except we're taking out all the stuff that you actually like from the game and having that one. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. I don't know, let's be honest, Black Flag. I mm, uh, that that'll probably be a hot take of my disdain of my. What you don't like it? I really like Black Flag. I think it's great. I don't love the story of Black, Black Flag. Flag's like one of the most popular ones. Yeah, I, I think it Black is, Flag's great. It is the Black Flag. It is the most popular. I've just I never connected with. You know what the most underrated one was? The London one. No, 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 no. The most underrated Syndicate. one is the one that barely anybody Syndicate played, which is Assassin's Creed Rogue. Okay, yeah, I've never played that. Which was you uh, know why I didn't play that. Because they released it only on PS3, PS3 and I literally... No, so they released it on PS3 the year oh, that's right. the PS4 came the out. The PS4 came out, yeah. I'm like, because that was the, that And then, and then like, hey. several years later, they released it, like, did a, like, oh, it's on there yeah. now. Like, and I'm like, yeah, but, like, bro, I'm, like, two Assassin's Creed down. Like, I'd, And you're releasing it, like, a month before the new one's out. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, come on. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> uh... NMNE.com writes, Rockstar has announced that due to moving more resources into developing Grand Theft Auto 6, there will be no more major themed content updates coming to Red Dead Online. In a blog post uh, shared on July the 7th, American Times, Rockstar said there's been, quote, steadily moving more development sources towards the next entry in the Grand Theft Auto series, end quote. However, Rockstar added that this means it's, quote, making some changes, end quote, to how Red Dead Online is uh, updated going forward, saying... Quote, alongside seasonal special events and experience improvements, plus other changes to enhance and maintain a healthy Red Dead Online environment, we plan to build upon existing modes and add new Telegram missions this year, rather than delivering major theme content updates like previous years, end quote. So the major thing from this is, of course, not that it's shocking, but that Rockstar sort of officially confirms GTA 6, even though they didn't say GTA 6, they just said the next GTA, presumably 6, um, but what, how do, Kieran, how do you feel about the fact that compared to GT Online, which has lasted 16 console generations and continues to be a thing, um, they're like, nah, Red Dead, like, we're just like, we're not going to put much more effort into that online anymore and we're just going to make GTA. I feel like that's what most people like want anyway. Red, but- Dead, Red Dead has um, probably the same problem as um, GTA, where, not the same problem as GTA, it's the same problem because Red Dead Online has a lot of dead 
dead space of like riding and not doing anything because you're on a horse and the map is huge and to get from one side of the map it's it's it can be a very long time to kind of traverse and travel and, and mm. um explore the game i think not as many people you know there's not as much stuff they can monetize or put in i think the last content drop was good that they did with it but you know when on gta online they can put in flying cars and flying bikes and a Batmobile and give you yeah. a bunker. Well, they're certainly not slowing down on both fronts. They they said they're only no, slowing no, no, down on Red Online. Keep, yeah. They said GT Online will not face the same treatment. And, and like new, everything is still chugging yeah, along. Because there. GT Online prints money. Yeah. GT Online is just, is just a, a money factory. It's mm. just you, you keep putting digital pixels into this game and people are going to keep buying them and keep investing in that game and just play it um, never-endingly. Like, I think... You know, that, that dates back to, in many ways, I remember GTA 4 having its first proper online mode and the hours and hours and hours you'd spend just fucking around with friends. Um, not even doing anything, like, not even doing a mission or doing actual gameplay or, like, properly stuff. It's just fucking around, flying things around, um, doing different... Like, ch- you you would initiate your own gameplay in that, like... I remember uh, just like trying to fly around the city and stuff like that and not crash and doing it in a single run. And um, I think that innate love of GTA that lots of people have just flows on into GTA Online. I think Red Dead, Red Dead is just, yeah, it's just got a lot more restriction to its gameplay style just based on the setting itself of the game. Do you think there's been a lot of, on like the Red Dead Online like subreddit and on Twitter and stuff like that, been a lot of pissy fans... Um, do you think people actually have the right to be pissed like that they're pulling like because in my mind i'm like i get it that you're a fan of the game but at the end of the day if this online isn't doing as well there's like they like as like i I guess it's in some ways maybe people think and feel like red dead where rockstar hasn't put the same amount of effort and care into red dead online as it has for gta online um you know i think that's because one's printing money and one is not yes yeah, but I think even from the get-go, even from the start of it, it wasn't, you know, there was, uh, it just feels like Red Dead wasn't set up to succeed very well. Uh, I think they did Red Dead Online because they felt like they had to do Red Dead Online rather than they had a clear vision for what they wanted. Rather That's than, fair. this is something we That's really fair. want to do. It's like, hey, we, GTA Online is a success. We've got this Western game. Let's just put an online mode in there. And we'll see what people stick to. You know, and you, you know, yeah. you've had two years of fun. You know, two and a half years. It's been since Red Dead. It's longer than that, right? Is it? Yeah. Uh, so November twenty eighteen. So, so three and a bit years. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, that's the thing. It's been a while, and they have supported yeah. it. Maybe not as heavily as online, but they have constantly supported it. So, and it's not like it's going away. It's just. You know, yeah, just not you're not getting anything. Yeah, it's fair. New. Like, I don't yeah. know. I think people can be disappointed. Yeah, like, I, 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 yeah, they can be disappointed. I don't think that, I don't feel like anyone has the right to be like pitchforks over it though. Like, they, they, yeah. they, they, there was no promised like lifetime. You can support. be disappointed, but you don't really need to be angry. No, yeah. no, correct. 
Well played rides the Lord of the Rings Golems. New trailer provides first look at gameplay. Developer Daedalic Entertainment Publisher and Ancon have released a new trailer for Lord of the Rings Golem, giving our first proper look at gameplay. During the short trailer, we see the eponymous once hobbit skulking through a number of iconic locations such as the fiery land, the fiery land of Mordor and the dense woodland of Mirkwood. We also get a brief look at two familiar characters in Gandalf and Frandril. Fan, Frandril. What a name, I can't struggle. You'd think I'd be better at saying it by now. What's that about? An intimidating ring race. The gameplay show mainly consists of stealth encounters and traversing the various environments. Kieran. Um, we, we've talked about this game like a couple times on the podcast, and you're usually like, yeah, but like I need to see more gameplay. I need to see like more gameplay. Blah 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 blah. Um It's only a short trial, it's like a minute twenty or something. Minute mm-hmm. twenty. Mm-hmm. Um Do you reckon you'll be playing this? Or? Yeah, I think so. I think no matter what, it's the Lord of the Rings game. I was always going to play it. Um, I think it looks a lot better than, you know, I think it looks pretty good overall. Um, I My biggest interest, of course, is being a massive Lord of the Rings fan is just the story and the narrative itself and, and how it affects Gollum's story overall. Um, so to see that it is including characters that we already know and in their interactions could be really good could be real bad if we look at the, the case study that is the hobbit um movies so no i'm really excited for it i think if long as Gollum, the problem the biggest problem is is Gollum's performance has to be as good if not better than andy Serkis performance. the problem is is the in the trailer you get such as like a small burst and you're like oh yeah he kind of sounds like Gollum, but i feel like people are going to jump ahead and be like oh like and like you're base like everyone's got andy circus in their mind it's like you just cut, sort of got to be a bit more open to it not yes. sounding like someone not doing andy circus they're doing their own version of Gollum. so and one, one minute 20 isn't a very good like no idea to like fully like i, th- I feel like what we hear is fine but i just need to see it in action um or a bit more I think it looks good. I think it looks very much like a double A game, which is fine. That's like, it's not being made by a triple A developer or anything. That's fine. I feel like to make up for any sort of lack of like spectacular graphics or these sorts of things, um, if the story is, if the story is the solid part, which is what Daedalic Entertainment is known for, they do narrative games. This is like their first major, like sort of third person sort of thing like this. So, um, the story part should come along fine. Um, but yeah, as far like I'm down for the gameplay as well, like having a stealth focused game, like where you're taking down enemies. It would be very weird if, if it was like heavily combat games. Yeah. But like, yeah, we don't really get really many games like that, you know, that's the thing. So at least from a gameplay perspective, it's going to stand out as unique on that front. Um, and then the, the only other thing I noticed in the trailer that I don't know if you're, there's like, I don't know what fucking the exact time code is, but I'm pretty sure the blue wizards in this. <laughs> Well, that's what I assume. Uh, I don't know if it's. I think that's Gandalf, right? You reckon it's Gandalf? Like the mother, the dude's wearing I like that's full Gandalf. blue, though. It's wearing a blue hat, but it's grey. Main. I was looking at it a second ago. Yeah, it's like that's the thing. Grey on the coat. It looks very odd. I don't think it's the blue because the blue wizard is a set of twins. Okay. And it would be very odd to show one twin without the other. Okay. Also, I'd be like, why are we showing these characters? Now, yeah, I could be wrong then. That would be yeah. more worrying. I yeah, think it is just Gandalf. Yeah, because like. Yeah. Um, Adam will play like writes Gandalf, and I, I when I watched the trailer, I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, the blue wizard because he's got a blue fucking hat on. Like it's very obvious it's uh, Thranduil in the background. That's fine, but um, I was like, I, I was, I don't know. So we'll have to wait and see because it doesn't look like I. I look at the character model now, and I'm like, that ain't Gandalf. Doesn't look like Gandalf to me. But but obviously they're not they're not basing it on Ian McKellen. They're just doing like 
No, I do think this is definitely maybe one of the things that people find hardest is getting used to the art style yeah. and the character design in this because I think Gollum looks like Gollum but at the same time he doesn't like it's it looks a like very, a janky version. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a janky version of Gollum, um, and I think that flows on to some of the other characters. This is as well. this is also set before the Hobbit, right? Yes, correct. yes. You know, yes. he's still not. He's still on the way to being becoming the. You know. It'll actually you know, be younger to version, see you know. That's why he's got more hair, you know. I mean, he's still... It'll be interesting Yeah. He hasn't been it, fully corrupted. Kind it'll of. be interesting to see his interactions with the ring and the ring's yeah. presence in this game. Mm. I think. And especially with the ring wraith showing. Well, that's actually, the thing. Like, they have ring wraiths. I'm like... Why the ring wraiths? Yeah, that's the, that's the most confusing part, ring wraiths being in this. I don't know why they're in this. That's the... And look, I as like as a not hardcore Tolkien verse person, I'm like I'm hands off, happy to be like, you know, you can you can explain this to me, but I am a bit like I didn't think the ring rapes should be in this. Everyone else makes sense, and like characters and bad guys and whatever. You don't know they're ring rapes; they could just be guys in black hoodies. Ashley, shut the fuck up. They're fucking well, they're, <laughs> no, they're a hundred. Like dementors, fucking, they're, they're fucking, fucking. They're not dementors. They're fucking, fucking ring rapes. Fucking Ashley Hobley. Get the fuck out of here! Listen, it's Who been a while since I watched the movies. Who the fuck is that guy? You know. Did you just get Irish for a second? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Who I the fuck again. is that guy? Who <laughs> the <laughs> fuck is that guy? Oh my god! Oh. All right, yeah, I'm keen. I'm keen. I'm 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 down for it. Um, it was weird. Um, like looking at the, You're play- in the mood for some Lord of the Rings. Yeah, stuff. I'm f- fucking the Lord of the Rings series is coming. Dude, I'm we down should- for Lord of the Rings stuff. Should- Can we? Have- like, I don't want to watch the Hobbit. though. I only want to watch Lord of the Rings. I'm thinking about doing a rewatch. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, um, yeah. the new series coming out soon, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I want to. Mm. Um, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, it was weird. I was just my my shout out is there's a there's a game of PS2 called Mark of Cree or Mask of Cree or some shit like that. Um, which was like a sort of like had a lot of stealth stuff in it, and I was like looking at it because it's on the PlayStation like classics thing. Um, the other day, and I was like, "Fuck, I remember this game. I really want to play it." But then that got me thinking about how we don't have many like stealth-focused games anymore, if at if any or stuff like well, even like games that have like heavy stealth sections. There's just so many action-based games. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I I'm sort of down just for it being stealth. That's cool. Um, Lollipop Chainsaw is coming back. So out of nowhere this week, uh, it's been ten years since the release of Lollipop Chainsaw on PS3 and Xbox 360. Uh, the hack and slash game, of course, was originally developed by a grasshopper manufacturer, directed by Tomo Kida Akaida and uh, Suda51. Uh, it was written by Mashiro Yuka and James Gunn, of course, of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and the Suicide Squad. Fame, uh, Yasuda, who was the producer on the original game, posted a release on Twitter saying that Lopop Chainsaw was born a result of Suda51 discussing creating a new game with him. He saw great potential in Grasshopper Manufacturer's proposal. And just one month after Kadawa Games was founded in April 2009, they started development on Lollipop Chainsaw, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you see to continue by saying the various factors have made the game unplayable for many and that they want to make it playable for old fans again, old fans again saying, quote, we, the original development staff on Lollipop Chainsaw, think of the game as very precious to us and did not want to leave it in limbo where players who want to play it cannot. As such, we purchased the Lollipop Chainsaw intellectual property from Kadawa Games and decided to develop a remake. We've already contacted Warner Brothers about development and are being supported by them in this endeavor. Uh, Warner Brothers was publisher in the original release. The significant change in this remake, uh, the remake, by the way, coming out next year, apparently, uh, the significant change noted by Yasuda was that the remake will uh, not be with the same music. Uh, the original game had a bunch of licensed songs, so they're not going to be able to use those. And 
the hot topic of discussion that's been on the internet since this happened, when I, it was originally happened, like they originally announced this and everyone was like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Lollipop Chainsaw Remake. And then it was like, Suda 51's not involved, James Gunn's not involved, and people are like, fuck this game. Sorry, that's been interesting. Uh, Kieran, did you ever play this? Because I highly doubt Kieran, uh, Ash did, but... I didn't play this yeah. game. I'm The thing that fascinates me about uh, Lollipop Chainsaw is how important it is to gaming culture currently and pop culture in general. In what way? Because uh, if it wasn't for Lollipop Chainsaw, IGN wouldn't have run a competition for people to dress up as the main character, which wouldn't have been won by Jessica Negri, which she kind of popularized and became the face of cosplay. That's literally, yeah. Literally the first time I ever heard of also Jessica was IGN Juliet Starling. Um, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yep. And 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 you know, because of her popularity rise from that IGN competition, like she cosplay kind of came became mainstream, kind of. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like there was a lot. Maybe for people in the gaming space. Maybe, yeah, exactly. Just to to be yes, to the extent that we have it nowadays, where you can't go to a convention without there being cosplay competitions. You you know, you can't really go on social media. if you're within the gaming space without running to cosplayers and people dressing up and to, to that extent, I guess people have always dressed up as their characters, but to the, the level of quality that we get nowadays from people wanting to, to pursue these characters. Um, I think, yeah, it's really, really interesting when you think about how important Lollipop Chainsaw is to all of that in the grand scheme of things. This game was massive too, and it's still actually the biggest selling game from Grasshopper manufacturer at all. And it was like, They've published a bu- like did a bunch of games after this, of course, with Suda Fifty on One or whatever, and this continues to be their their highest selling game. So I'm surprised they didn't actually ever do something like this themselves. But um, for those who never played it, um, quick rundown of the story is: you play as Juliet Starling. I think that's yes. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. her name. Um, you place her. She's a cheerleader. Uh, zombie apocalypse starts. She, I can't remember exactly how, what, where, when, why, but her boyfriend dot, like gets his head chopped off or she chops her head off or something like that. Anyway, he gets infected. So she actually ha- carries around her boyfriend's head, uh, which she'll talk to throughout the game. And uh, ju- she just goes on a one-woman mission to uh, s- uh, save the world from the zombie apocalypse. It is a over-the-top, ridiculous narratives with a bunch of stupid jokes and stupid humor, which if you've played any Suda 51 game, you should know exactly what you're in for. And the horror silliness element, if you've watched some of James Gunn's earlier horror stuff, then that was like his input and stuff on it. Like it's, you can, you can see both of them if you know Suda 51 stuff and you know James Gunn's like horror sort of stuff. You can definitely see both of their inputs within the game. Um, I really liked it back in the day. Gameplay is totally like whatever. It is very much just a button mash hack and slash. The, the story and the characters were the thing that people gravitated towards from the, the game. It was a stylized thing. No one cared about the gameplay. The gameplay was like whatever. But um, yeah, I really liked the game. Um, I played through it. Like I played through it once, but I had to see it played a lot because my girlfriend at the time was actually obsessed with the game and she would play it. Um, she was playing it a bunch. So like she played through it several times and I had to like just see it in the background a lot. So like I've seen this game played through a lot in my um my years at some point. So um yeah, I- I'm keen for a remake. It's a definitely a-, a cool like franchise and property and stuff like that. So um I don't so much care for the non involvement of Suda and James Gunn if it is just a remake. Like 
like especially James Gunn was a writer. It's like okay, that's fine. Like we, I don't really need him particularly involved. That's fine. It's already been written. Yeah, like gets the rewriter or anything. Um, Suda was like sort of a co-director. He did most of his work was in the writing as well. So look, the game can come out could be terrible, but as far as like if they're just remaking it and they're like changing some like updating it, they're gonna change like the change in the music's gonna be a key thing because a lot of the music was like these really cool like rock songs from like back at the, uh, like ten years ago, but. That's fine. I'm open though. I think it's a it's a cool um, it's a cool weird property. So random property, but mm-hmm. um, then we have Ubisoft Forward. I'll just quickly say that alongside the one we talked about earlier, they did Ubisoft gave you a huge heads up to plan your morning. They did announce a proper Ubisoft showcase, which will be happening in uh, September. The event will be held in Australian times. Uh, so Melbourne time, uh, Australian Eastern Standard, 5 a.m., Sunday the 11th of September. Uh, so I don't know what other fucking time zones I've got here. That's uh, 4.30 a.m. Adelaide. For, for, we're still uh, 4.30 Darwin, Perth, 3 a.m. Auckland, 7 a.m. Fucking lucky for you, New Zealand fucks. Um, but Ubisoft... 5 a.m.'s not that bad. No, nah, it's all right. For a Sunday, I guess. <laughs> like, that's the... For a Sunday... <laughs> For for in comparison for a weekend, yeah. Um, this is the in comparison the, to Xbox's three o'clock in the morning. That's true. So Ubisoft didn't pertu- choose to participate in E three, um, or the non E three summer game fest, any of that sort of stuff. Uh, it will be interesting to see what they show and do. Last year, when they were showing and did they did like two? I think they did two last year, like one in July and then one later in the year around September, from memory or something like that. They were both sort of surrounded in controversy because at the time, of course, this is when the the a lot of the stuff was coming out about the fuckhead shithead stains that yes, are at Ubisoft, on. like the sexual allegations and stuff. A lot of those people have, of course, moved on. I'm not going to say like they're full of, they're completely cleared, but obviously they've had a year to sort of, and a bunch of those people have left, a bunch of potentially still there, I don't know. But that was sort of like surrounding that. That's something to always keep in your mind. Like it's not, I'm not mentioning it every time I talk about a fucking Ubisoft game at this point, but like we'll mention it now since we've talked about two UB things, but there was still a bunch going on there. There's still a bunch of weird questions I have about Yubes Gamont and his like sort of just potential cover up for his family members and stuff. But anyway, um, they're holding this event in September. They'll likely show off the future Assassin's Creed because that is something about a month or so ago. They said, hey, we're going to tell you about the future Assassin's Creed in September. And they just announced this event for September. Lines up perfectly. I don't know what else we would see. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil apparently is a still game that's been worked on according to the last um, investors meeting where someone did ask in an investors call, hey, is that game still happening? And Ubisoft said, yes, that is a game that's still being developed. So um, otherwise, I don't know. Like the hopes and dreams thing, of course, everyone's still going to want is the fucking green goggles come down. But otherwise, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> stage goes cut black. To black. <laughs> yeah. It cuts to black. There's no stage anymore, but that's fine. Like... <laughs> The video Do goes it. black. We think it's over. Three dots appear. Mm. Three dots it's appear. The Splinter Cell VR game. Yeah. Mm, no. Whatever we've been asking Just for. go again. Just reboot Splinter Cell. Just fucking do it, you cowards. I do um, like somewhat. They are like, doing it. I just want to say, like, yeah, they are. I do somewhat want to say that I appreciate them giving, like, several months head up for these things because, like, compared to, like, most of it, like, Nintendo's like, hey, direct. Six hours from now, like you know, like <laughs> like at least they're like, hey, this thing's happening. Hey, several hey what are you now. what are you doing tomorrow? What are yeah, you playing tomorrow? tomorrow? Even, Fuck those off. Even we PlayStation, even PlayStation's like, stay to play two days from now. You got forty eight hours. Prepare yourself. 
Like, there's never like. You know what? <laughs> PlayStation have evolved beyond that, as we've already talked about. And just said, yeah. "Fuck it." Social media, Blog Twitter, <laughs> blog posts. Do it. Let's go. Well, that, um, do you do you think we can presume because it's coming out in September? We're very unlikely to get any announcements of games being released this year from it. Oh fuck! Other no, than no. your obviously, maybe your really small indie titles. They, they will indie. showcase. They will. The only game that I can picture hundred percent being in this, or no, I don't want to say hundred because I got. But the only game I'd say is probably going to be in this that's coming out this year is Mario and Rabbits because that is out in October. Skull yeah. and Bones. Skull and Bones. Yes, that's true. So Skull and Bones and Mario plus Rabbits are the two games I would say will have some appearance in this. Otherwise. Roller Dome. Or maybe, Roller Champions. Maybe a dead by then. Who knows? Probably. Dead. Should be. But yeah, 100%. I think this is going to be more of a showcase that is looking UB forward to next year and, yes. and beyond. And that is the title of the... He's not, he's not, he's not memeing, Ash. I don't know if you missed, but they're actually... No, I know, but you know, he didn't have to say it. <laughs> I would say... So we'll see Assassin's Creed that's coming out next year. Yeah. Isn't there a rumoured, like expansion like a dlc thing that was meant to be a dlc that they've switched to be its own standalone i don't know they, they already extended that's what i've heard they already extended did, Assassin's yeah, Creed Valhalla's, like dlc to an extra year and then they've so, got their rift one yes in the future. i think there was like I, a wasn't there a um it's almost a valhalla one that's a standalone game right like it's a no you still need the one game about the gods you still need the game though it's still a, okay it's not standalone yeah Oh, right, Dylan. It co- I mean, it costs How the price m- of it. It's like 60 bucks for the expansion. But... Oh, right, Dylan. Whoa. We had a review. Are show- Go up on the website. Thank you to Jacob for that review. Shout out. I talked about like. Are they going to show Just Dance? Yeah, that was the one thing I mentioned in my uh, new story about it. I was like, I could- no, actually, I-, I don't think I said like they'll show Just Dance. I think I just made some quick j- joke about missing Just Dance. At some E3. point, there'll be a multicolored section of screen of people dancing not, so not, dancing in very like kind of high vibrant colors the only thing i would say that we'll if i was to say i'll say assassin's creed and far cry are the two major things i of think course, i think it's gonna be a far cry there'll yeah. be one of like the mid far cries that they shit out in a year yeah it's it's so we've just had the major ones and so now it's time for the uh no didn't they have that one no we just had wasn't no. the one with where you play as all the different villains no, that was just ex- that was, was that just DLC. DLC. That was just DLC. That doesn't count. So I'm I'm talking like a um, what was it New Dawn, like a Blood like Dragon, a New or Dragon or whatever, yeah. or a Blood Dragon. Is yes. it New Dawn or like no? It's the, uh, New the- Dawn we played as the two girls, and it was set after five or whatever. Yes, yes. and then there's also the prehistoric one. Yes, primal. Uh, primal. That's yes. It. So yeah. that that level that uh, that equivalent yeah, is what it's I just would gonna. Say kind they'll of- be like, we've got the engine for it. Yeah. We could shit out a new half, you know, yeah. a new half-ass game quickly that's what i'm gonna yeah. say we get yes it's a bit harsh <laughs> it's it's what they do how many it's, how many mobile games are we getting uh no less than two and no more than five yeah i'd say that it's fair <laughs> considering they literally announced one today that they'll probably show actually or this week they announced that division. The division one so they'll probably show that in this <laughs> uh there we go all right uh e3 is coming back Just a quick shout out <gasps> I know we talk about E3 coming back any old time, but this is a little bit different because it's actually like interesting like, development. Interesting development, yes. So Kotaku writes, like the video game with three endings or the final boss fight that never ends, E3 refuses to die. Now the video game events world is doubling down on it. Read Pop, 
organizers of PAX, New York Comic Con, and Star Wars Celebration, announced Thursday it would be takeover planning the annual Summer Gaming Showcase and relaunch it with a return to form in 2023. So, here's my question. Mm. Reed Pop does real events. Real, like, yeah. I think this is an interesting development, but I was saying E3 should return to form, quote-unquote, by not having it be a consumer showcase and going to back <laughs> to being a journalist, like media event showcase, they're saying return to form. Do you think their return to, to form is actually what I mean? Or are they just, because- No. I think- By return to form, they mean existing. Because if- they, I, I think, Taking place. That's return to form. If they, if they bring this back, if they bring it back next year and it's just like packs but not packs, I'm like, what's the point? Like, what do you, well, like what, what's the idea? Like, you might as well just do another packs. Like, what, what's the difference? What is the difference at that stage to your organization of E3 to two packs? I don't get it. Because they don't have a packs in LA. That's why. Like, you add packs LA then. You know? But know. you've got E3. <laughs> I'm, why wouldn't you use that name recognition? And, until. It just makes sense. I'm going to. Until I can be disappointed about it, I'll hold out hope that return to form actually just does mean let's get back to grassroots on this. Let's make it a. Like a. Media event that no. you can get good previews out of, good like interviews, conversations, etc. Or at least, at least, let me put an asterisk on it. Let me put an asterisk on it. Make it a say like the first three days is media only, and then you have a two day because that's what they were doing at some point there. Two day consumer event on the f- show floor, but the first couple of days is media only where you can at least get access and um, then you get a lot of good previews out of it, a lot of good interview. Because that's what I want. I want old school. I just want... I mean, when you really... It didn't really matter if it was consumer or not because a lot of the major previews were behind closed doors anyway, so... It did because the way that... The way that the companies interacted to the event itself changed. And I think that's the important part. I don't know. I feel like Reed Pop probably has better relationships with the publishers than you know the ESA does have at the moment and they've probably got better relationship with the media than the yeah yeah ESA well, currently I don't, have i don't feel like so, tax has ever leaked journalist details so that's that's a yeah plus so that's a plus yeah it's a plus uh, <laughs> um yeah i mean it's cool i guess we'll wait and see i think it's definitely a brand recognition thing where e3 is a name that everybody knows even yeah. if you're not in the gaming community. Uh, it'll be interesting because obviously Jeff Keighley's come out and said Summer Game Fest is going to be in person next year, same time, mm-hmm. LA. Mm-hmm. They're going to head-to-head. Yeah. Well, how's this going to work out? Poorly for E3. Yeah. Because yeah. Jeff Keighley's tweet here, as we announced back in June, Summer Game Fest will return in June 2023 as a free digital and in-person event to celebrate the future of video games. So... Head to head. I'm excited. Oh, this is like Batman v Superman. I, I hope... Don't. No, <laughs> not two podcasts in two days Justice. that bring up Dawn of Justice. Dawn of Justice. No. Dawn of Justice? This Stop. isn't the Dawn of Justice? Yeah. No, I don't. I'm- Just so everyone knows, my in case you haven't listened to any of the spoiler casts, me and Ash did on What Do You Want to Watch? Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, bad movie. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, ultimate cut, good movie. Okay, so, so this will be... Pax v no Summer Game Fest versus E three Dawn of Justice Ultimate Cut. If it's Ultimate Cut, I'm down. Ultimate Cut changes everything. 
go check it out on Spoilercast on the on the way on the Do they do they yeah. old mate who sets off the bomb is, completely changes his character? Is is it still is the ultimate cut still resolved with the same conversation that could have just stopped the fight in the first place? Yes, but it's so much better for other things. No, no, but still no. You should watch it. It's good. No, I I gave Dawn of no. Justice like a five and a half. No. I think. Or like I think that was my no. five, five and a half. I got Ultimate Cut and eight. And eight. Like That's major improvement. Major improvement, Karen. Major capital M improvement. I think I'm done. Do you know Matt Cardone is in Australia at the moment? He turned off his recording. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I've stopped recording. Did you see Matt Cardone is in Australia at the moment? Yeah, I did is see he? that. He was he took a photo of outside of Hungry Jacks. Did he bring yeah. Chelsea Green? He did. Oh, okay. They're in Adelaide. Oh, let's feel sorry for them. Feels <laughs> bad, man. Let's wrap up this show because I forgot I was recording there for a sec. Let's know any comments, <laughs> questions, or concerns you have about this E3. What are your thoughts on non E3? What are your thoughts <laughs> on Batman v Superman? And do you think the Ultimate Cut's a lot better than the theatrical cut? Because I do. I certainly do. Are you Team Dylan or are you, are you hashtag? team kieran it's like hashtag team jacob or edward at which point you should be team edward because jacob was a fucking cuck um you can do all that by tweeting to us explosionnetwork.com slash twitter explosionnetwork.com slash discord you're gonna talk to us on discord as well tell kieran he should watch batman v superman door justice you just post a bunch of batman v superman gifs post the gifs you know let's do it You'll love that. Um, if you thought this episode was worth 50 cents, <laughs> head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support and donate a dollar because it doesn't let you do less than that. And that would be great. Thank you so much. Uh, until next week, keep... Uh, uh, do you bleed? <laughs> you will. <laughs> <laughs>